I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Summerhouse, Olivia Rodrigo, Mike Rubin, Kyle Richards, and Maurizio Umansky. Jason Momoa, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Jeremy Allen White, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, and more. We're discussing all of this with Do You Teacher's Assistant and new co-host, Ferris. Let's get started. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom, basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth? Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama. The kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. 
paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Happy 4th of July. It's the 4th of July today on Tuesday, but you'll be listening to this on Thursday. If you are a U- United States citizen, I hope um, you had a nice 4th of July. Today, we are doing things a little differently, and actually we're going to be doing things a little differently going forward. We have a lovely addition to the Do You podcast. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when Do You was first conceptualized, Do You stood for Demois University, like a school, right? And I was supposed to be like your teacher guiding you through a week's worth of pop culture news. So in that same light, we have a new addition to the podcast. She'll be with us every episode along with any guests that we might have. If I'm the professor, you could view her as the teacher's assistant. So please welcome and please be very nice to our new teacher's assistant <laughs> at Duke University, Ferris. Hi, welcome. everyone. Thanks so <laughs> much for having me, Do. Um, you're so welcome. Now you're a little nervous. A little, yeah. Let's just get that out there. Okay. Just Let's be so honest. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's nice to you because it's a <laughs> it's a cruel world out there. It in is. Podcast but listen, land. happy fourth do and God bless America. I mean, do we really want a God bless America? <laughs> no. The way things have been going. Maybe not. Um, so Ferris is not your real name just so everyone knows, but it is my nickname for you. So it's not something that we created for the podcast. Correct. It's an OG nickname. It's an OG nickname that you've had for probably over a decade. Correct. And it is a nod to Ferris Bueller. If you haven't seen that movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, starring Matthew Broderick, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. That is what is in <laughs> your nickname is in reference to. Yes, I'm very Ferris Bueller-like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least you admit it. Yeah. So you're going to keep us on track throughout the episode. Um, you are going to provide us with additional information on the topics that we are talking about. You're going to be chiming in with any factual information that we might need to paint a better picture on the topics that we are discussing. So let's get right into it. Let's do it. What's our first topic, Ferris? Our first topic is pertaining to Summer House, the new season coming up, and the cast. That was a widely asked question in yesterday's Q&A. People wanted casting news about the new season of Summer House. I went to one of my sources, and they said no casting news about Summer House as yet so that means that they're probably still in the process of casting which is weird right because don't they start filming July 4th yeah that's usually the very first episode aired 
Right. So, you're, a, yeah. you're a big Summer House fan. I'm so. a huge Summer House fan. I really hope that Sam and Corey are back. That's my we, hope. Fingers okay, crossed. Okay. We don't have any word on casting yet. No. Also, I'd like to add that I do get a significant amount of sightings in the Hamptons during the summer from uh, Demois readers, and I haven't received any about fil- the filming of Summer House. So nothing yet, which interesting. is interesting. This person also adds about the Housewives of Beverly Hills that Kyle's storyline will definitely be tweaked, but has also been highlighted in confessionals. That is in reference to the headlines regarding Kyle Richards and Maurizio Umansky's split, which we'll talk about a little later. But that is what that is in reference to. Because they're done filming. I see a lot of people online speculating that this split news, I'm not going to call it divorce news, because if you read the People article where it was first reported, They don't use the word divorce. They use the word split. So people are speculating that the timing of this news has to do with filming, but filming is over. So it's not for ratings. Well, maybe it is for ratings, but it's not for filming, if that makes sense. But we'll get back to Kyle in a few minutes. Um, Let's move on to the next topic, Ferris. Okay, second topic of the day is Olivia Rodrigo's new song, Vampire. Right, so there's a lot of speculation regarding who Vampire is about. Fans took to social media and claimed it was about Adam Faze. And I heard that fan accounts or other accounts were asked to take down that speculation. So I wonder why they shut that down really quick. Fans also speculated that it could potentially be about Zach Bia. A lot of people are like, who is Zach Bia? He is a DJ who grew up in New York City, moved to LA, got in with that Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner crowd, and he was allegedly dating Olivia in the summer of 2022. Other fans seem to think the song is about Taylor Swift. Now, I read the lyrics. It seems pretty clear that the song is about a guy. Olivia Rodrigo herself said that she wrote the song because, quote, she was upset about a certain situation. And when she went to the studio and sat down at the piano alone in December, the chords, melody and lyrics just poured out of her. It's a song about feeling confused and hurt. So the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because at least once or twice a week, I get asked about the potential beef between Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. There is a podcast episode from February 2022 that I discussed this and I keep posting the clip from the episode and I keep directing you guys back to the episode. But let me just repeat what the episode says in case you missed it and in case you fall in the category of someone who thinks the song is about Taylor Swift. This is what a source had to say about their quote unquote beef. I know originally it had to do with the song credit. It rubbed Taylor the wrong way, especially after she sent Olivia a really nice gift. There isn't a beef. Olivia rectified it, but they aren't besties because of it. 
I've heard Olivia was hurt that Taylor didn't make her like a little sister the same way Taylor did with Gracie Abrams and Sabrina Carpenter. That is not new information. I'm literally just repeating a DM that I received at the beginning of the year. It's already in another podcast episode. I'm just like refreshing everyone's memory because I keep getting asked about this. Also, the song credit situation. It was also reported in the press about Deja Vu, if you need a refresher. That's a wrap on Olivia. I don't have any other information. I just wanted to refresh that old information because I keep getting asked about it. I don't know who Vampire is supposed to be about. I think that when artists write these songs, they want the audience to speculate. This is Taylor Swift Playbook 101. That's all part of the allure of listening to it and the song. So we might not ever get an answer is my point. Okay, let's give everyone a little refresher course on who Mike Rubin is in case they don't know. Okay, so Mike Rubin is a super successful CEO of the brand Fanatics, which is a licensed sports merchandise company specifically for the NFL and MLB. So he's businessman and also philanthropist. He's done a lot of charity work. He's done great things during COVID um, to help others in the community. And he's just really successful, really good at what he does. And he's been doing this for quite a while. Okay, so every summer during 4th of July weekend, I think it's always the same weekend, he throws a white party in the Hamptons. And it is packed with celebs. So people always want you know, the gossip from the party. I don't usually get that much gossip. Last year, there was allegedly a fight between Travis Scott and someone else. And then the ambulance had to come. These are two non-related incidents, but that's what happened at last year's party. So there was a little bit of buzz after the party last year. This year, I heard the party was pretty boring. And maybe that's why. Maybe Mike Rubin didn't want to make headlines this year saying <laughs> there was a fight between rappers at his party and an ambulance had to come. Yeah, so it, was Meek, I heard, it was Meek Mill. At Meek Mill and Travis Scott. Yeah. So I heard that it was pretty boring. Um, I did write a blind item. I hope it was obvious to you guys. I was just having a little fun. It doesn't need to be a blind item, but if you happen to see it this morning, um, it was about Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady, who both attended the party. Someone was messaging me. They saw them talking. They saw them flirting. And then a separate person messaged me this morning about the party. This is what they had to say. Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian, very flirty. Like very, like very with four Ys. He was also flirting with another girl I didn't recognize for a bit, but definitely with Kim for a while. So is Tom Brady like a flirt? I guess so. Yeah. Um, Leo was there, but didn't see Gigi with him this time, at least by the time I got there. Haley and Justin Bieber dancing and holding each other, looking so in love. No trouble in paradise there. Kendall Jenner there sans Benito. She hung out with Haley the whole time she was there, basically. 
Joe Burrow there without his girlfriend, as far as I could tell. Um, for those of you that don't know, Joe Burrow is a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. This person ends their message with, that's all that was potentially juicy. Jay-Z and Beyonce were there being so normal. I've never been so starstruck in my life. I think they mean starstruck by Jay-Z and Beyonce. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Sounds so- like a really cool party. And I mean... The invites apparently were, like, custom bottles from Jay-Z of, like, his champagne. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So maybe he, like, co-hosted with him. Someone also messaged me and said, Kendall and Devin, Devin Booker, were both at Ruben's white party. No Bad Bunny in sight was their interaction. Um, This is the first time I'm hearing Devin Booker was there. Again, there's been pictures plastered all over social media this morning Mike Rubin posts pictures himself um I looked at them quickly I don't think I saw Devin but I don't know if they interacted there's a select group of people that I think want Kendall and Devin Booker to get back together I don't know why I feel that but every time I do a Q&A I always get questions about them you guys like I think he treated her like shit like, I think he was a big C. I mean, I don't. I just don't know why people want them back together so bad. She seems a lot happier with Bad Bun Bun. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. Talking about Kyle Richards and Mauricio. Okay, just to recap, in case you guys missed it, People Magazine reported yesterday, yesterday being Monday, July 3rd, that Kyle and Maurizio have split. So, um, Ferris, can you tell us what People Magazine reported? So they reported that Kyle Richards and Maurizio Omansky have separated after 27 years of marriage, and a source close to the pair told People, quote, Kyle and Mauricio have been separated for a while now, but are still living under the same roof. They remain amicable as they figure out what's next for them and their family. After this statement came out, Demois readers saw Kyle and Maurizio at Campo de Fiori in Aspen, um, which is a restaurant, and they were dining together, just the two of them. And shortly after that sighting, Kyle posted a statement on her Instagram account. I'm not going to read the whole statement. But the first sentence says, in regards to the news that came out about us today, any claims regarding us divorcing are untrue. Now, it's important to note, and I posted the statement and some people got it in the comments. It's important to note that she used the word divorcing and People Magazine used the word split. That's important to note the distinction She's not saying they're not split. She's just saying they aren't divorcing. Right. It sounds like they're just working out something. Exactly. Now, this has been my most asked question the past two weeks. Like, what is going on with them? People have noticed social media activity from Kyle, social media activity from Mo. That would indicate that something is going on. I have known something's up. I just didn't speak on it. And mainly because, oh, God, I hate to admit this, but like, and I've said this before, if I like a celebrity, it's it's hard for me to post shit about them, right? I mean, I'm human. 
I can't help it. And I like Kyle Richards. She's always been supportive of the account. She's always been really nice. You know, I didn't feel good about breaking that news that there was something up between them. I ignored a lot of DMs about it. I ignored a lot of questions about it in the Q&A. I was relieved, to be honest with you, that people made a statement. Now, again, it should be noted, People Magazine really does dot their I's and cross their T's. So a source close to the couple or whatever it said most likely means that this statement received the blessing of Kyle and Maurizio. So People Magazine's reporting of a split, I would say, is accurate. Again, they didn't say divorce. A lot of couples who've been married for several years choose to live separately but not be legally divorced, mainly having to do with financial reasons. Now, I would imagine that because of the agency, and by the way, the agency, if you don't know, is the real estate agency that Maurizio owns. Because of that, because of their kids, because of their real estate properties, they are tied up financially to no end. So to legally divorce and have to deal with separating those assets and potentially both of them losing money sometimes doesn't make sense for couples. So they just split They go about living their normal lives separately, but they aren't divorced. And I haven't heard that that's the case. I am just making an assumption that that is what's happening here. Yeah, and it might, who knows? I mean, I think this always goes back to what you talk about when it comes to celebrities also having these relationship issues. It's just magnified and... um, yeah, like looking back on people and, and what they've reported um, as far as like just relationship timeline between Mo and Kyle. And he was shutting down divorce rumors back in April, um, quoting like, this is so dumb, you know, all of the girls talk on the housewives, etc. cetera. Um, and then three months later, they publicly separate. So who knows the real story? Who knows what they're really going through as a couple. I mean, 27 years together is a really long time. So. Right. And the key word being divorced. They're not, they're not divorced, not divorced, which is accurate. Right. You know, he's not saying we're not divorcing and not separated. He's just saying we're not divorcing. People were also asking me about blind items that I posted in the past that could have been about Maurizio Again, I'll say if a blind item is submitted anonymously through email with no way for me to converse with the submitter, I don't know who it's about. I can't verify who it's about. That being said, I do just want to backtrack because someone asked me about this. And I, you know, when I first started the account, I posted a lot of different things that I don't post now, but I don't pretend like. I never posted those things and that I'm a complete angel. So, you know, I want to be honest with you guys. Kyle Richards started following the Demois account years ago. And the reason I believe that she first started following the account is because I reposted a post from either Reddit or Facebook. I can't tell where it originated from. I do have the post. It's in front of me. 
but I just can't tell where it originated from. And it, it is a woman. And in her post, she I'm not going to read the exact post, but I'll just summarize it. She meets Mo at a bar in her city. She doesn't name the city. There's no signing of an NDA and you can fill in the blanks on what happens next. Again, this is all alleged. It's from an anonymous poster on either Reddit or Facebook. So Kyle might have got word that this post is being circulated and maybe she wanted to see it for herself. My point in telling the story is that all the rumors going around about Maurizio cheating, um, that's why, you know, maybe Kyle left and she found out he cheated. You know, if that's the case, these aren't new rumors. This isn't like new information. This isn't anything that she hasn't heard before. You know, this has probably been going on for years. Yeah. Years. Years. So. And she kind of said in her statement. And somebody asked me in the Q&A, is it because she caught him cheating? And I said, no. And then she said in her statement, quote, there has been no wrongdoing on anyone's part, which I think is something important to highlight. She's heard of all these rumors. That's not the reason they're, quote unquote, splitting. No wrongdoings. I mean, maybe they had an agreement. Maybe they had an open relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's possible. And I mean, even thinking back, like, to old Housewives episodes from, you know, a year or two ago and, like, kind of seeing maybe the writing on the wall of, like, them selling their house in Bel Air and, like, listing their Aspen house, their vacation house, and and all of that. Like, maybe things kind of started to dissipate over the years and we just don't, didn't see it as viewers and fans. Well, I think those were just probably real estate moves. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know, Jill. Um, Well, you know, everyone's now bringing up Alison Dubois, the psychic who very famously predicted that he will never fulfill you. You know that episode where she says that about Maurizio. And I just want to read someone's comment. This was a comment on my Instagram account on a post. I mean, you can go and read it yourself, but I think this sums up the situation perfectly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Somebody brought up Alison Dubois and how she predicted this. And this person says, Alison knows jack shit. This is predictable for any modern marriage. The kids get older and the parents want to begin again. It's a tale as old as time. If I had a shot for every couple I know that's gone through this, then I'd open a bar and give you endless shots on the house. (laughs) It wasn't a prediction. It was a fact of life. I'm disgusted by that psychic. I want her to be wrong. It was very real to her, and she did wish this divorce on Kyle. It was so real, in fact, that she released a public statement and capitalized with a see I was right mentality. That's messed up. It's someone's parent, you know? So I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, I think that everyone sort of relating this moment in Kyle and Mo's marriage to that psychic's prediction is absolutely ridiculous. They've been married for 27 years. This happens, like this person said, every day. A marriage just runs its course. People grow apart. Who knows? Maybe they aren't divorcing because maybe they're going through whatever they're going through right now. 
and then they'll come back together. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe they're out hanging out with other people, seeing other people, but maybe they'll come back together. It's like whatever works for you type thing, which I always say there should be no judgment in that. I support them. I support them too. And it it is sad because there are kids involved and Mm -hmm. her youngest is a teenager and she could easily read online what people are saying about her parents. Of course. I think people need to be respectful of that. She grew up on TV. Portia literally grew up on TV. And I just think, remember how cute she was? So cute. Oh my God. She was such a little munchkin. She's so big now. It's, she, it's insane. She is. And and I just like think of her on the show when she was like a toddler and I, I, you know, my heart goes out to her family. And I think that, you know, all the deep dives about Kyle and Morgan Wade, you know, it's enough. If Kyle wants to come out and speak on her friendship with Morgan, she will. And I think we just have to wait and see what happens. And respect her privacy. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's also something that's a good point because people are also commenting like she's on a reality show. Like she put her whole life out there and now she wants her privacy respected. But my thing is like, I feel like Kyle's been like pretty open. So if there is something going on between her and Morgan, like I'm going to make a prediction that she's going to address it. That's my prediction. And let's leave it at that and move on to the next topic. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Hit me, Ferris. What's okay, that? Okay, okay. 
Coming up next, we've got Jason Momoa. Okay, Jason Momoa. Somebody called in the week we did a voicemail episode, and they asked about Jason, and I didn't have time to get to their voicemail, and I promised that we would on a future episode. So let's play that voicemail now. Um, Hey, Joe. My name is Kush from Atlanta, Georgia, and I just wanted to call in to ask if you have any info on Jason Momoa. I'm totally obsessed. I think he's one of the most gorgeous men out there. And from what I've heard, um, he's a super nice, down-to-earth guy. So I just want to know if you have any other intel on him. Thank you. Love your show. Love your account. Bye. Hi, Kush. I love your name. Thank you for your... Yeah, what a good name. I know, right? I dipped into the Jason Momoa files And I'm just going to read you some messages I received about him. And you guys could make up your mind for yourself about what you think about Jason. This person says, so we just went on a movie tour in Hawaii, some film locations where movies like 51st Dates and Jurassic Park took place. And I guess Jason Momoa filmed there recently and he was extremely rude. They told him he's not allowed back. I don't know if anyone could speak to it or not, but that's what we were told. So... This person is alleging that Jason Momoa was rude mm. at some place he filmed in Hawaii and is banned. <laughs> what do you mean banned? <laughs> like know. anything I've ever heard about him, you know, even like reading articles and whatnot, say how lovely he is and how he's just like good vibes, just total ray of sunshine. So that's really odd to hear. But, okay, you know. Well- well, bad let's day, move maybe? on. Yeah, maybe bad day. Like real um, bad okay. day where well, <laughs> <laughs> you get banned from an entire state. From, from <laughs> he's banned from Hawaii. I don't know what you want from me. He, first of all, he's not banned from Hawaii, by the way, because people are going to listen to this and be like, he was just in Hawaii because he literally was just in Hawaii last week. Someone sent me a picture. So he's not banned from Hawaii. It sounds like he's like banned from these film locations. Who the hell knows what he did? I, I heard he, he could be a little rowdy to be honest, not in a bad way. So maybe he got rowdy. I can see that. Okay, let's move on. This person actually name drops a lot of people. So let me just read the whole message. Um, John Stewart is incredibly kind and low key. Justin Timberlake is an arrogant prick. So is Sebastian Stan. Lily James is kind of rude and not very bright. Both Lily James and Sebastian need proper media training. Their interviews are awful and a pain to edit. Mahershala Ali is a gem, learns everyone's name and makes everyone's job easier. Same with Channing Tatum and Daniel Radcliffe. Renee Zellweger is really generous with her time and very sweet. Tom Cruise is as if someone programmed the perfect movie star. It actually gets into creepy territory. I can't quite explain it, but the robotics of him are weird and unsettling. Dwayne Johnson kind of is like that too. Elizabeth Olsen is really engaging. So is Michael B. Jordan. It's ridiculous how handsome he is in person. That's about Michael B. Jordan. Um, J- here we here's the Jason part. Jason Momoa and Chris Evans have to be the center of attention at all times. It's actually kind of sad because you can sense the insecurity and desperation. Ugh. I mean, was that whole message worth it to get to that point that they're desperate and insecure? That's what this person claims. That's their assessment. It sounds like they encountered them so that was their their take 
their take. Um, Jason Momoa is in Des Moines, Iowa this week visiting family. He has been nothing but gracious to everyone stopping him for pics. Somebody else says, I was at the Vanity Fair party last night. Everyone was having a great time and very drunk. Seemed like everyone was super happy to be away from COVID restrictions and partying. Nothing too crazy. Kate Beckinsale and Jason Momoa were super cute next to me at the bar being flirty, but that's also Jason's personality. He's beyond charming when you talk to him. This was from last year's Vanity Fair party. Okay, then that makes sense. There were there were, there rumors, were rumors. There were rumors you, of of them dating back then you, that you read online. Yeah. Who else has Jason dated besides? I mean, we know he was married to Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Um, he was married to Simone McKinnon. They met um, on the set of Baywatch back in 1999. They were married for five years. Oh no, they weren't married for five years. Excuse me. They were engaged. They were together for five years. Engaged for two. And then called it off because he met Lisa. Got it. Um, Okay. This person says Jason Momoa is a sweetheart and loves chilling in Kensington in his off time. Always goes to Ozzy's for burgers on his bike. But that's as big an open secret as Drake's address here. (laughs) I think that's in Toronto. Obviously. This person says Jason Momoa at Fendi in London yesterday doing some shopping. Came out to say hello to the crowd then went back into shop, super smiley and friendly to everyone. Another person says, saw Jason Momoa driving an old car with some friends in London yesterday. He stood out and was getting lots of attention and photos. So it seems like he likes the attention. Yeah, he likes to be seen, likes to be out and about. In response to a blind item that was posted in 2021 that reads, this DC superhero has multiple side chicks in each of his regular filming locations, but his main girl isn't his wife, although they, along with her ex, are blended family goals. The main girl is flown wherever he's filming, and she's hidden in plain view. In response to that blind item, somebody says, if this is Jason Momoa, I can attest to this. When they filmed in Detroit, he was constantly taking girls home from the bar I worked in. And I said, maybe they have an open relationship. And this person says he was definitely not hiding it either. Maybe they do. Um, and I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot about him while he was with Lisa Bonet. Maybe she ha- had enough also of it and was like, because they split. They split. and But also... From what I understand, it's it's amicable at this point. Like they, you know, they're for the kids. They have a son and a daughter together, and then he's also involved in Lenny Kravitz's daughters, obviously Zoe, Zoe Kravitz's live life as well. Um, so it seems like they're kind of like a one big extended family, and and still have a good relationship. But that's just an observation. Right. Okay. This person says, I banged Jason Momoa a few times and it was just as good as you would imagine. What a way to like bomb drop that in a DM. Um, I asked this person, was he married? This person says, yep. I have since heard his drinking has gotten out of control, but that was a while ago. Maybe it's better now. But that's how he ended up with Lisa. He was engaged, but Lisa got pregnant. Yeah. So that's true. It was like a year year into their engagement when he started seeing Lisa. This person continues, he's a wild man. The drinking and him don't mix. 
Ooh, then this person adds, also Anna Kendrick, Elizabeth Banks, and Rebel Wilson all hate each other. Wait, that goes back to last week's episode, guys. I can't believe I missed that when I was doing a mini Elizabeth Banks deep dive. Okay, so anyway, back to Jason. Yeah, he's a wild man. So that's why I said earlier, maybe he got rowdy because I heard he could be a little rowdy. Maybe okay. that's why he was banned from the Hawaiian yeah, from the Hawaiian just, film location. He was just partying, having a good time. Yes. Um, okay. And the last one says, I met Jason Momoa and he is legit the sweetest, most adorably massive man ever. I love him. He's nice to every single fan and weirdly kind of shy. My cousin works at the hotel he stayed at and said that sexy beast sported a hand towel on his loins to get the coffee in the morning. That sounds hot. <laughs> God, you got to love the people. You mm. got to love the people. Mm. Okay. So in conclusion, Jason Momoa. A little bit of a wild man, um, used to enjoy a cocktail or two. Things might have gotten better. Is super nice to fans. Obviously very approachable. Loves meeting his fans. He doesn't sound that bad of a guy to me. No. Sounds to like answer, a big personality with yes, a lot of a heart. Yes, a big personality. With a lot of heart. Yes. So I hope that answers your question, Kush. Um, okay, let's move on to the next question we didn't get to in the voicemail episode. Hi, do This is Olivia. I was wondering if Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga ever hooked up. Um, I know for a while everyone was saying no, but I don't know if new information had to come out or something like that. You can't deny their chemistry um, in A Star is Born. So I was curious. Love you, do. Bye. Hi, Olivia. Thank you for your question. I love when you guys ask about old gossip. So no, no new information has come out. This is a topic I have posted about before. So let's just run through the things that I've posted. Somebody sent in a blind item. I mean, like so randomly, right? Like Stars Born happened. What year was Stars Born first? So a Stars Born started filming April of 2017. Right. So at the end of August of 2018. Right. Years before my account even existed, um, people are asking this question. And somebody sent in a blind item um, in 2021 or 2022. It says a certain A-list duo known for their duets might not be as platonic as people may think. Oh, such a weird blind item to submit a couple years ago that could potentially be about Bradley Cooper and Gaga when they film their movie you know, two years prior to when this was sent in. Um, in response to that, somebody said, hi, so some people are guessing this is about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And even if this isn't about them, I can confirm they did hook up on the set of A Star is Born. Then they go on to say, maybe block this part so no one gets in trouble. I blocked it out. I don't know what it says because I'm, I took a screenshot of the message. Um, this person says the assistant is blonde as well. By assistant, they mean Lady Gaga's assistant. Um, they're claiming Lady Gaga's assistant used to put on a big hat and sunnies and pretend to be Gaga going into her trailer. Meanwhile, Lady Gaga would sneak off to Bradley Cooper's trailer. Someone else said, for what it's worth, this is a toss up for everyone. This is regarding did they or didn't they? I've been told that they 100% were hooking up, but I've also been told that they couldn't stand the sight of each other and definitely did not. 
both of these accounts came from different friends who worked at blank at the time. And this person says, please block out the company name. It's blocked out. I don't know what it said. It probably said the name of the movie studio that um, produced A Star is Born, I would imagine. That happens sometimes. Another message states, I have it on very good and well-documented authority that this was definitely happening throughout A Star is Born filming, promo, awards, and beyond. Actually, one of the most widely known but well-maintained secrets in Hollywood. Super Anon, please. Now, I remember that this message was from a reliable source. So this person is alleging that they did hook up during filming, during promotion, during award season, and beyond. Now, who was Bradley with and who was Gaga with? So at the time of filming, Bradley was dating Irina Shayk and Gaga was dating Christian Carino. And then what about by the end of filming? By the end, so that would be like mid-2018, um, he, at the time, Bradley was still with Irina and Gaga was still with Christian Carino. When they film, when they finished filming, when they film finished filming, so that would make them both the big C. <laughs> I mean, and for Gaga, so there was the world premiere of the film at Venice, um, in August 2018, and then a few months later in October was Christian and Gaga's confirmed engagement. So she actually got engaged right as the pre- the world premiere was launching well you guys know what i always say what happens on set stays on set and this could be a prime example of that that would ever happen on the set of a star is born or surrounding that movie between bradley cooper and lady gaga you know it stays on set and then they both move on with their independent lives once it's over um i don't know if this answer is affirmative like I feel like I kind of gave like a non-answer answer because some people say it didn't happen two people say it did I mean where there's smoke there's fire I think like if most of the rumors are swaying one way I tend to believe that way um but again like only Bradley Cooper and Gaga and probably Arena know what happened I bet Arena knows what happened they're both really serious about what they do. Well, obviously, they're really serious about what they do as artists. And they were playing a part. And they really needed to embrace those characters. Maybe they embraced it a little bit too too far. but um, Right. Which would also go back to what happens on set stays on set. Right. You know, like right. maybe to some actors and actresses, that type of preparation for a role is like acceptable, you know, that they hook up with their co-star to create that chemistry. Um, Okay. Well, thank you for your question. I, I'm going with, they hooked up. What are you going with? I'm going with no. Oh, okay. I say no. Unexpected. Okay. Uh, What's the next topic? So let's talk about Jeremy Allen White's divorce. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. 
from Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Okay, so this has also been my second most popular asked question behind Kyle Richards and Mo's marriage. And I addressed it on Instagram. I addressed it in the newsletter. And people are still asking. So I guess people are missing the information. Like I urge you guys to sign up for the newsletter because if you missed any pertinent information that was posted in a week, it will be in the newsletter. And then if you ever need to refer back to the newsletter because, you know, forget something like, for example, Jeremy Allen White and what happened with his wife, Addison, you could refer back to the newsletter. So that's why I pushed the newsletter so hard. It's really easy to miss something on Instagram. So I decided to finally just repeat what has been on Instagram and in the newsletter in the podcast. So now it'll be here. I could refer people back to this episode. If you guys missed it, you know, this will be new information for you. If you guys already know this, I'm sorry, it's repeated information. I received a blind item in May that said, Cheater, cheater. Brooklyn's hottest dad, whose divorce just went public, cheated on his wife with a PA from his big show that has a second season coming out. It was a blind item. Again, it was an anonymously submitted blind item through my website. There's no way for me to confirm who the blind item is about. There's no way for me to converse with the submitter. But somebody responded and said, this rumor was definitely circulating in the industry about Jeremy Allen White. And I said, oh, my God, really? And this person says, yes, even though it was filmed in Chicago, there were a few hair and makeup people who got long stints of work and temporarily moved there 
and then brought back all the good gossip to New York City. Somebody else submitted a blind item after the Golden Globes. Um, The subject is Golden Globes hubby. This person says, Anon, please, but I've been sitting on some wild tea for a few weeks and am inspired to share after seeing a certain TV actor still wearing his wedding ring on tonight's award show. Said actor's wife is currently cheating on him with an actor, writer, director whom she met through the female co-star of his latest film. Not sure when it's going to come to light, but I've heard both parties in the affair are planning to go public soon. Again, this was an an anonymously submitted email through my website. I can't confirm who it's about. But in response to that, someone wrote me a DM and said, you probably already figured this out, but I can confirm it's Jeremy Allen White and Addison Timlin with Cooper Rafe. Um, This person says, both equally shitty people, to be honest. They deserve each other. I said, no, I had no idea because I didn't have any idea. I mean, apparently... These rumors have been going around in the industry about him and his wife and their marriage. I have not heard of these rumors until these blind items surfaced. Um, this person says, yes, I've been sitting on this for so long. Jeremy deserves better. Okay. Um, someone else sent in a message when all this was coming out. Hi, do. In regards to that tea about Jeremy Allen White and his wife Addison allegedly cheating on him. I don't know if the actor, writer, director Cooper Rafe is supposed to be her lover, but he was using her Zoom account when he gave a video interview recently, just an FYI. And this person took a screenshot of the Zoom. And in fact, Cooper is using her Zoom account because her name is in the corner of his picture. So that, I don't know, that kind of seems weird. Um, and I said, what connection does he have to her that he'd be using her Zoom account? And this person said, he is the writer, director, actor who works with Dakota in Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Dakota is Addison Timlin's best friend. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that? When Jeremy and Addison got married, they got married, you know, 2019 at the Beverly Hills Courthouse and Dakota was there. Dakota and Chris Martin were witnesses. So they're super close. Okay. So the Dakota connection. Um, So Cooper worked with Dakota in cha-cha real smooth. Dakota is Addison's best friend. The blind item is confusing, but I think most people understood that Addison met the guy through his female co-star from his latest movie, which is Dakota. Okay, that is confusing, but now I get it. And then Cooper was using Addison's Zoom account, which was so unusual that fans noticed. And this person says, yes. Um, Again, Addison is Jeremy's wife, and she's best friends with Dakota. So who's Cooper? Just in general? Yeah. He's a young actor and filmmaker, so he's kind of up and coming, it seems. And he's, he's young. He's 26. He had a debut feature film back in 2020 titled Shit House, which is Never a coming-of-age comedy drama. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's just really new to the industry, and um, it's really all we have on him. Okay, somebody else, and this was just an observation, um, in response to 
Brooklyn's hottest dad blind item that I read earlier said, can we dig into this one a little more? I saw a Vanity Fair video of just B-roll featuring Addison Timlin and Cooper Rafe being very, very, very flirty while entering the party in April of 2022. If this email is correct, maybe both husband and wife stepped out of their marriage. Sorry, I'm just so invested because they were such a sweet couple. So many people are invested um, in this relationship. And I don't know if it's because like, why is it? I guess because of his popularity on The Bear and Shameless. They're, yeah, I mean, I mean, people love him. I love him. I'm kind of invested in them and I'm kind of, I'm sad. And especially knowing that they like met when they were teenagers and have known each other for so long. It's kind of this sweet, you know, budding romance love story, it seems like, or at least that's like how I'm romanticizing it in my head. But yeah, he's great. He's so super talented. Um, I don't know. Well, both these blind items, if in fact they are about their relationship, one claims he was the big C and then the other claims she was a big C. I don't know who was a big C first. Right. You know, we'd have <laughs> what came first. The timeline is a little blurry because, you know, we'd have to go back to see when the bear first started filming. Then we would have to go back and confirm when this zoom was, you know, that he's using her zoom account it just seems odd. Like, why is he using her Zoom account? Like, is he at her house? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you why would you use someone's Zoom account unless you were on their computer at their house? It's not like, like, I wouldn't call you and say, can I use your Zoom account? I would just sign up for my own Zoom right, account if right, I was home. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't add up. It's, it doesn't make sense. No. Um, um, yeah. So this, by the way, n- none of this information is new. This is all stuff that I've previously posted. I just needed it to be in one place because I still get asked this question so much. So again, I don't have any, what month is it? July, July, 2023 updated information about their relationship. Um, this is from, a couple months ago. Yeah, I don't know. And then it sent that whole, you know, did you hear about that like Mother's Day post? Yes, I did. That's, uh, I don't know. Well, well, why don't you just refresh everyone's memory? Okay, so on Mother's Day, which was like two or th- a couple of days after that they officially filed for divorce, um, Addison Timlin posted on her Instagram this this whole big thing about being a single parent and then she ended up editing it to say co-parent and apparently he, he meaning Jeremy got very upset um, when he saw this and was really taken aback basically her post was like co-parenting is not how I pictured it it's so fucking hard um, it's all out covered in shit crying on the floor kick you in the shins like this big like dramatic kind of like I'm almost like a cry for help in a way, Um, you know, and of course, like at the end there, she's like, oh, I love my kids. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. But like, um, yeah, I mean, there's clearly some, my point is there's clearly something going on emotionally for her to publicly post something like that and also edit it from single mom to co-parent. Right. Um, And, and that post also ramped up everyone's interest in this situation 
you yeah. know oh my god the post and she edited the post because people did you know they did figure out that she edited the post so yeah yeah which again and i like i don't know you know celebrities use social media to fuel their own rumors about themselves it's mm-hmm. like you do it to yourself people like you do it to yourself do you know what i mean it's like people yeah. wouldn't be talking about it if you weren't putting it out there like of course, okay let me let me rephrase people would be talking about it but not so much you know like do you ever hear that there's like a 48 hour or 72 hour news cycle meaning like after a couple days like people are on to the next thing so they announce their split you know people move on but then she goes on and does something like this and now everyone's talking about it again right so like she wa- almost wants wants to be relevant maybe in some way or maybe not I don't know but they've been I don't know if you know this they've been separated since September of 2022 so they were having problems for a while did that come out in the the statement yeah they were listed as separated let's look and see when the bear first for almost a year so the bear the that was around the time the bear premiered season one okay so he had already filmed it so the the dm that I just read about a PA on set would have been prior to September, 2022. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So season one premiered June 23rd, 2022, July, August, three months later, they apparently legally listed as separated. Right. So they must've been having a lot of issues. And I know like, well, I, I know like a source told entertainment tonight that they were having trust issues but they were attempting to work things out so there were things looming some issues looming out there well before we all find out that they filed for divorce of course because as i've said in the past like the public always finds out about something months after it's already been going on so i mean we could also you know refer back to Maurizio and Kyle Kyle. yeah that's a perfect example okay let's wrap up with our final topic I think it's Megan Fox correct Megan and MGK a relationship update yeah so people are asking about what's going on with them um I just want to read a message that I received June 19th so less than a month ago somebody sent me a message that said got the inside scoop on Megan and Machine Gun Kelly Um, So in February, things were rocky after the Grammys, as you know, and I think I told you she was trying to remove negative energy blocks, which I actually had put in the newsletter, guys, by the way, I think, and maybe Instagram. Um, They took time apart. They went to therapy. They both hooked up with other people all in this time span. Once and for all, I think it's over. Consistent with what you're hearing or have things been quiet? And I said, no, not at all. They were seen on vacation like a month ago okay this was in june when were they seen on vacation in hawaii this was april 9th this year oh okay so it was more than a month ago i was i was off a month um okay so this person sent this message in june they were last seen in april and then yesterday um somebody messaged me and said they're over for sure but i guess i should say they are for sure over for now anyway I DM'd you a few weeks ago about them hooking up with other people, going back to each other and calling it quits. It's a roller coaster. So I 
not that I didn't believe what this person was saying. I just like wanted, you know, another confirmation on what was going on just because you hear so many different things about this couple. So I asked the one, do you know what's been going on with Megan Fox lately? And this person said, I haven't heard anything. Last I heard maybe a month ago, she was in pre-production for a film, but not sure with the strike. And I said, anything with her and Machine Gun Kelly? And this person says, I think they're still together. I know they were doing a lot better. So this person hadn't heard anything about them in around a month. This person said they're off for now. They haven't been seen since April. I don't know. I'm like, you know, trying to homeland all that information. Let me put it into like the computer. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I think that they're probably... I think that they're probably off for now because also fans were messaging me that he put broken hearts in his <laughs> in his bio on Twitter or somewhere on his like in one of his bio he put broken hearts. So, I'm going with they're off, off for now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's a wrap on all the topics of the week. I hope everyone had a great holiday. Again, if you celebrate Ferris great job (laughs) thanks do it's been a real pleasure um looking forward to more classes yeah um i'm I'm happy to have you i'm happy to have um a co-pilot um i'm happy to have uh peanut butter to my jelly Mm, i love that i love that (laughs) i'm happy to have an I don't know, an oil to my vinegar, a salt no, to your pepper, a salt to my pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, things will only get better from here. This was your first episode. So, you know, honestly, I, you know, everyone needs to give you a pass. This is your first episode. You don't do podcasts. No, um, this is not, this is not my, my, my jam. No, normal. Normally it's not, no. it's not your normal jam. Nope. Um, but I appreciate you trying something new because that's what that's what life is all about. You know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay, let's let's leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.